Welcome to Digital Insights, a training segment within the BCTGM Voices Project. I'm Michelle Ellis, Director of Digital Media. Each month, I will bring you a tip or trick for building relationships with existing and future members on social media. These are the tools to streamline your communications and help you reach more workers with better messaging. This is Digital Insights. saying you may or may not have heard that goes you are what you consistently do so I am a runner we have a few runners here at the international distance running so I'm going to use this as an example of what I mean when I talk about you are what you consistently do so let's just say that I decide today that I'm going to run a 10 mile race on May 22nd if you're not a runner you're probably going to be like that is insane who does that and my response to you would be, of course it is, but only because you've never committed to it or you've never tried it before. Let me make it very clear. If I decided to go outside right now and run 10 miles, I would collapse. It would not work out because I'm not there right now. But if I said to myself, in eight or 10 weeks, I wanna be able to do this, I could map that out workout by workout and get there by that day. So if you are what you consistently do, then what I would have to do is create a running habit that would have me in shape to run 10 miles on May 22nd. So before I go on to applying this to organizing, I want to just clarify, there's gonna be a difference in what I'm explaining to you between your goals and your desired outcomes. So in this example, my desired outcome was to have this ability on May 22nd to run 10 miles. The goal is gonna be different. The measurable goal is going to be all those workouts that I map out on a calendar for me to hit those. So maybe I'm going to add a mile onto my long run on Saturday or I'm going to do sprints on Tuesday and then like squats and lunges on Thursday. My goal is going to be to hit those, every single one of them to the best of my ability. And then in theory, if I hit all my goals, the desired outcome will naturally follow. Last month we filled out that organizer success wheel. I told you whatever your result was from that, uh, hopefully you've had a chance to do one for yourself, that I could give you some tips for working backwards in order to improve some of our weaknesses. So if you didn't get that training, I actually linked podcast number six in the caption for this video. It's called, How Well Does Your Local Union Function to Support Your Organizing Program? So here's just that worksheet again. I've filled one out so that I can use it as an example for today. This one has a dent at community awareness. Like we're doing pretty good on leadership, research and education, public relations, but it looks like what's messing up our momentum on this particular one is community awareness. So I, I've obviously chosen this one because it's the area I'm most informed to talk to you about today, but you could use it for any one of these six points. If you evaluated your local union and you found that you're falling short on something else, you can use this formula that I'm going to tell you about today to sort of do some fixes on, on any one of those. 
As a refresher on the community awareness question, this one asked how identifiable your group or local union is within the community. So we rated ourselves on a scale of one to 10. No one knows who we are was one. And 10 was like, we're a target store. Everyone recognizes us as soon as they see us. So with this evaluation, I've let's say I've discovered not enough people know about the local union in my community. So the first thing I'm gonna do with this information is identify or create opportunities to be seen in the community for a set amount of time going forward. Like it could be eight weeks, 12 weeks, four months, you, you choose it. Sit down with a pen and paper and just kind of start making a list of ideas. Maybe we need to attend more meetings with local progressive organizations, community leaders, politicians. Uh, we could say that we can attend more events in solidarity with other labor organizations. We could do some advertising in the community, posting flyers to information boards in your workplaces or other places that your target audience might hang out, like the car wash, a lunchtime hangout, the gas station. As an example of things that you could do to create these opportunities, we had in the fall, Local 42 organized a food drive. They were doing some organizing in the community and they wanted to create an event where people could come out and they could be in community with them. You also saw last year Local 6. Hank and the guys rented a truck and drove around to each of our companies picking up product and then took it to a location in New Jersey where they distributed it. These are really great opportunities to create positive news, to cover something that's very interesting for people to read about. And there are ways that you can like look around, see what's already out there, or create an opportunity within your window of time that has an end date. And I'll talk about why you really want an end date here in a minute. Once you have made a list of ideas, you're going to grab a calendar. I've just printed these two off of the internet and I've gone through and filled out a plan for the next two months. You would do this for however long you've agreed with yourself and your other members that you're going to work on this. On this one, I have filled in red a couple of events that we could do in April. So one is a proactive action on the 8th. On the 20th, I wrote in that we could do a ProAct letter writing event. We could get some people together in the local and do something like that. April 28th is Workers Memorial Day. So you could put something together for that day. And then I've got two Saturdays in a row where we're gonna go out and leaflet about the ProAct. So you just schedule these things on a calendar. And then I've gone back in black pen and filled out different communications that I can put out surrounding these things in order to create buzz around it, to have more of a presence on social media. So leading up to this proact day of action, I'm gonna send an event invitation. Maybe I'll put it on Facebook and Instagram. Maybe I'll send an email. I've got that going on for two days. Then I've got a teaser this day. We can say, this many people have RSVP'd to attend our event. Please join us, it's gonna be awesome. The weather's gonna be great. That's, you would post a teaser about that the day before. On the day of, you're gonna cover it, the whole thing, in real time. You could do live video, you could share a bunch of Instagram stories to make a chronicle of the day. You're gonna be taking lots of pictures, 
anything that you can collect from that day that you can use later on, try to keep that in mind while you're executing this. The next day, dump a bunch of those photos on Facebook. Maybe you post 10 photos. Tell the story of the day, what you did. And then the following week, you can just start taking photos from that one action and putting quotes on it or making graphics out of it that you can later share for other purposes. The main idea is that you want to commit to the plan. <clears throat> Having it in writing on a calendar is going to help you stay committed. And then if something comes up where you have planned something on the 12th and then something comes up that day, you're not going to be able to do it, fine. But pivot your activities and find a way to still get it in, okay? Again, on the side of having a plan, going to these events, you're gonna have a plan to cover the happenings in your communication. So some ideas for that, talk to the local news station, ask them to cover your story, use your social media, use your Instagram stories, use the live video feature, post things in real time, tell the story of the day as it plays out. One really important thing I wanna point out is that you should come up with a hashtag if you're gonna hold an event like this, have a hashtag. Tell everybody what it is, have them use it when they're posting things on social media. If you're at someone else's event and they have a hashtag, use that in your posts. This is just a way to help you connect with other people and organizations that are in attendance at the same thing on social media. We can assume that anybody coming to something like this is going to be a like-minded organization, so it's a way for you to find each other on social media, follow one another, um, and pick up followers on your own social media accounts. Like I said, you can reuse the photos and content that you collect. Everything you post on social media does not have to be timely. You can use that photo next week and post it with a labor concept or an educational frequently asked question. Post about your rights at work, or um, the benefits of being in a union, um, strength in numbers, things like that. If one of your leaders gets up at the podium at the event, make sure you record that. You can grab quotes from their remarks and paste them onto photographs after the fact. Post that next week, the week after. You could ask other unions and organizations to share your content. We've done a lot of that with the Mondelez campaign, creating coalitions that way, asking people to share our stuff, and then you know doing the same for them when they ask later on. Uh, better yet, though, you can prompt these other organizations to reshare by writing unifying captions with your posts. So tag them in it. If let's say you held an event in some representatives from uh, CWA came out and they had their banners and signs there. You could have a picture of that, share it and say many thanks to CWA for coming out supporting our cause today. Tag them in it and you know they would be happy to reshare that and show the connection and solidarity that way. Something to remember, I understand that sometimes these things can be daunting to create an event, then get the people out at the event, make arrangements with the venue. It's a lot. So if it comes to that day and it's just, it's too much for you to handle all of that and have your phone out the entire day telling the story, just assign someone else to do it. Have a plan though, regardless. The whole idea is that we're creating opportunities to tell our own stories.
So what happens after the end date? When I say to you, like, you've mapped this particular thing, I've mapped it for eight weeks. So what happens at the end of eight weeks? Do I just quit on this thing that I'm trying out? The answer is no, but I always like to assign an end date on my commitment so that I have a very clear target for my desired outcome. This is just gonna help you avoid getting stuck in a rut. Forgetting why you're doing this, we're starting it and then we just don't know when it ends. We kind of like wonder when we're supposed to change course. It's gonna give you a day to sort of stop, look at the work that you've put in, celebrate any progress that you've made and then pivot as needed. Remember that saying that I started this with, you are what you consistently do. So the end date is kind of a scheduled time for you to look at what you've done. I've consistently done this thing. Did it lead to the desired outcome? So today I'm obviously talking about uh, community awareness, but that's just one of the six points on your wheel. If you did this evaluation and everything else kind of looked good, but you sort of realized like maybe I need to work on myself as a leader. Um, so come up with activities that will help that. Maybe you're gonna be reading a labor book once a month, uh, follow it up with a leadership book once a month. Maybe you're gonna commit yourself to speaking in front of an audience four or five times for the next couple of months to build your confidence. If it was, say, educating your members, identify a series of topics and hold a training once a week for a set number of weeks, and you can do that in person or online. If you need a concrete example of what I'm talking about, you don't even need to look any further than this very Facebook page, this group. Uh, two years ago, I decided to actively seek more positive online interaction for our union. I noticed that people were interacting, but it wasn't always positive. And I thought, I'm the digital media director. What can I do to spur what I'm looking for? So I observed other businesses online, what I myself tend to respond to when I'm looking at social media, and I've tried a series of maps and calendars. I've fallen short and I've not met my goal a couple of times for showing up, but two years in, those things have taught me what I needed to know to follow the plan that we're using now, right? So in this moment, my time window that I've given myself is six months. We're alternating a digital media training once a month, followed by an interview once a month. The desired outcome is still the same. I want a stronger online community as we go along, but I know we are what we consistently do. So it's not like I'm gonna post this video and if no one comments on it, I'm gonna take that to heart. We stay with the plan. The goal is to show up for those two live recordings each and every month, and then at the six month mark, I'll look at what we've done, I'll evaluate whether we've become that, perhaps I'll survey the audience, I'll add something, I'll stop something, set a new intention that that's going to bring us hopefully closer to that desired outcome. Hopefully this helped you. That's it for today. We're going to be talking to Local 6 at the beginning of next month, and so we'll see you then. Thanks guys. If you found this content valuable, please consider sharing it on your own social media pages and be sure to tag us. We are BCTGM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more on the activities of the BCTGM, go to bctgm.org.